Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My beloved brothers, my sisters. Today I'd like to speak to you about the experience of the Holy Lands, the experience in Mecca and Medina Munawwara. This Ramadan 2022, today being the 17th of April, mashallah. Do you know that there are millions of people in Mecca and Medina? We've almost returned to normal after the uh, virus. And we, yes, there are a few restrictions, but not, not too many. Now, in order to travel to the Holy Lands, you obviously need a visa. There are some of the first world countries, holders of those passports can apply online for an e-visa. It's quite easy. It takes a minute or two. It's a tourist visa and you are allowed to come for Umrah with that particular visa. Not for Hajj, but Umrah, yes. And... If you have one of the visas of one of the countries, I think it's uh, the US, the UK, and any one of the Shenzhen countries, if I'm not mistaken, you can check on that, inshallah. If you have a multiple entry long-term visa for one of those countries, and you've used that visa at least once, and you're flying on a national airline of Saudi Arabia, you would be able to get what is known as a visa on arrival. So you've got no visa for Saudi Arabia, but you've got a visa for one of those countries. You've used it once at least, and it's still valid. It's a multiple entry, and you're flying on a national carrier. You enter the airport, and on arrival, it takes about half an hour to 45 minutes. It costs exactly the same, about $120, somewhere there. And you would then uh, get a 12-month multiple tourist visa. So I'm mentioning this just to show you how easy it is to get in. Uh, subhanallah and obviously if you don't have any one of those visas and you have a passport from one of the countries that doesn't have uh, e-visa facility then you'll have to apply through the embassy now when you get here it's very important that you learn how to do the umrah you learn more about Mecca and Medina before you come I want to talk about a certain experience connected to the masjid itself you see in order to get to make the salam upon the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, visit his grave, you don't need a pass. You just need to line up and, uh, you know, continue through that line. In about five, ten minutes, you're walking through in front. The only thing is they don't allow you to stop. So you have to make your salam quite quickly. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, Umar al-Farooq radiallahu anhu, and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa to begin with, alhamdulillah, and... Uh, you will proceed in order to make the flow. If you'd like to spend some time in the rawda, which is open for both male and female, it's a little bit more difficult because they've restricted it and you need a pass. Although some of the days they don't really look at the pass because the crowd is just too big. So you need to have some applications on your phone uh, where you can book a slot. It takes a while. It takes an hour or two, sometimes more, to even to get in. Once you're in, they give you about 10 minutes, and then you have to leave. But that's as far as the rawda goes, which is a piece of paradise. You make your units of prayer, you call out to Allah, you make dua, whatever else you'd like to do, a bit of dhikr, and then you go away. But if you would like to have a good place to sit for Salatul Taraweeh, this is what you need to do. You see, the time of Salatul Asr, you need to make sure that you have entered early for Salatul Asr. And 
when you normally they close the gates quite early so if you've gotten early before salatul asr you would definitely get a place and if you get a good place uh, you can sit after salatul asr all the way to maghrib to isha and you have a beautiful place and mashallah that's how it works so people go into the haram very early because remember you're spending your money time effort energy to come in ramadan that is the haram you know you spend you maximize the time but after Salatul Asr, you could leave and come back an hour before Maghrib. Otherwise, you may be compromising. Uh, you, you know, they, they close once the place gets relatively full and they let you sit outside or sometimes they open the roof. You sit on the roof. And so, subhanAllah, uh, to get there early is of essence. So an hour before Maghrib and then you, you sit, you make your dua, your tilawatul Qur'an, or adhkar, you might meet one or two people, get to know people is also an act of worship. To get to know people from different countries, to talk to them and so on, is also an act of worship. And then the iftar, they have a standard iftar generally, and you have the iftar, they give you approximately 10 minutes after that to uh, finish off having your yogurt and uh, date and uh, a little bit of bread and water and a bit of perhaps coffee or tea. And then Salatul Maghrib happens. After Salatul Maghrib, many people leave, but they leave just for about 45 minutes and they come back. 45 minutes, an hour, and then they come back. Come back for Salat al-Isha and Taraweeh. You need to be there well before Adhan because, again, it gets full, especially in the weekends. You've got to know the weekends, you know. If you're uh, visiting during a weekend, you must come much earlier because the place definitely gets full. So the same applies uh, after Salat al-Taraweeh. Many people will leave, and then people come very early for Salat al-Fajr as well. So, you know, you cannot just eat up to the last minute. You eat and drink and then you leave for the masjid. In the masjid, you can eat and drink, meaning you can drink because there's no food in the masjid. But you can drink and maybe have a few dates up to the last minute. Yes, that's fine, but not outside because if you're going to be doing that, you're going to miss entering the haram. And then you go into the masjid and subhanallah, you enjoy your time and uh, you make your adhkar, your ibadah, they have adhan of fajr, beautiful peace, serenity, mashallah. And after that, the, you have uh, the, the, the salah of fajr, and thereafter you come back. And mashallah, as for salat al-dhuhr, it's not so bad. You can even come with the adhan, uh, because that salah, the masjid is not so packed. Some people who live far away from the haram don't come for salat al-dhuhr always, but they would come for asr, maghrib, mainly maghrib, isha, and a lot of the times Fajr as well. So I thought I'd share that experience with you. It's amazing. It's Salatun fi masjidi hadha afdalu min alfi salatin fi ma siwa illa al-masjid al-haram. Salah, a prayer in this masjid of the Prophet, peace be upon him, he says, in this masjid of mine is a greater in reward than a thousand prayers that are offered elsewhere besides al-masjid al-haram in Makkah al-Mukarramah. Now, the same applies in Mecca, where there is tawaf happening, there are different rules and regulations there. Inshallah, perhaps tomorrow I may speak about Mecca al Mukarramah and how it is, seeing that I will probably be, inshallah, speaking from Mecca al Mukarramah tomorrow. May Allah bless everyone and grant us goodness and ease. Aqulu qawli hadha wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.